Hey, welcome back to Two Dudes, One Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. I am back with episode five and my buddy, Audi. Audi, how you doing, friend? Oh, boy, I'm doing great. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I don't know what's happening. Uh... <laughs> what's up, everybody? Sorry, just being an asshole. What's up, guys? What's I mean, do you ever expect anybody to respond? Like, you say this every time, and I listen back to it, and I'm like, what does he think is going to happen? No, dude. Uh, so, like, my 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 favorite part is when I go to Disneyland and I just like I I throw it out there. The kids like freak out and they turn around. They're like, "Oh shit!" Like, is that fucking Mickey Mouse? And the parents are like, "Oh, this fucking idiot!" And then like I'll turn around and I'll look look at the parents and be like, "Oh, Minnie! Oh my god, that cooter looks sure nice!" <laughs> oh, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Yeah, you're at Disneyland, buddy." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, anyway, yeah. Good, some people usually get like. <laughs> brought up on charges for that kind of thing man i don't know it's like it's like indecent voice exposure around children i don't know that you should probably do that again <laughs> uh, no my son uh, enjoys it pro- pro- probably not the sexual jokes i make towards many but uh you know it's just fun well, you don't say those around your son though right no 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 okay. only to the parents just to clarify yeah. cps yeah, yes. well, I mean, obviously the parents watch the shows. When you get like a young kid, like you're gonna watch the shows with your with your kid and stuff, and then all of a sudden you hear someone say it, you're like, "Yo, what the fuck? That's Mickey Mouse." Well, <laughs> kind of, kind of. I don't know how clear it came out after a few drinks tonight, but we'll see. Right. <laughs> well, I did. I did enjoy. Um, did you watch the South Park pandemic special, dude? Yes. When they did Mickey Mouse, and he's like. Fucking a pangolin and a bat. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And they were like, no, this is how COVID started. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That may have been one of the best South Parks I've ever seen. Oh, my God, bro. Did you watch uh, the new season that just came out? It's like season 25. I told you to watch it. uh, I know you told me. I don't, I like to watch things in order, so I'd have to go all the way back to like season five. But Bro, are you serious? <laughs> like every it season's its own story. It's like South Park and Family Guy. Like you, you can watch anyone by by itself. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet. And for whatever reason, I keep forgetting. Uh, well, that sucks. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. You got to watch yeah. that one. But well, you just I watched... got back. I mean, you were just on a trip, right? Yeah, I just got back from Florida. I was looking for that place where you took a vitamin shot and got fucked up. I saw the urinal shot that you sent me. Was, you guys know he sent me like a urinal shot where it was like, it was like take this oh, yeah, IV yeah. and you'll be better in 24 hours. It's like not quite the place, but still I kind of want to know the address. Yeah, no, no. So, so what was, I guess the funny thing about that picture, we had talked about the nurses in Vegas that would come give you an IV to your room or whatever. Well, then like, Two days later, I'm at the airport taking a leak before I leave uh, in Key West to, or, you know, to go to the hotel. And it's it, it's the hangover hospital, 45-minute IV hangover cure. <laughs> and it's posted it. above every single urinal in the bathroom. <laughs> Brilliant. They want uh, you to come back the next day, man. I, I guess. Uh, you know, so that's a that, – I don't know. You haven't been there, right? To Key West now. I've only been yeah. to Key Largo. Okay. Um, I think it gets progressively worse the further you go down the keys. <laughs> uh, so they have it. So you have to either fly into Miami or you can, like, if you have a 
a private plane, you can fly into Marathon, which is kind of the halfway point in between, or you have to fly into the Key West airport. So if you're somewhere on the chain, you're flying into Miami and driving down, or you're flying into Key West and driving up, and it, it takes a while. How far so of a drive is it from like Key Largo to Key to Key West? Oh man, I bet it's like three and a half hours or so. Holy shit, it's yeah, that it's long. A lot. Yeah, well, it's all bridges and two lane. It's like two lanes each direction. So, oh, so it's kind of like that, that that Coronado Bridge in San Diego. Yeah, I yeah. A, I think it's a bitch. And yeah, mo- and a lot to... of people commit suicide on it. I think the I I, I think the cause is because of uh, trying to wait in traffic for that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Coronado Bridge can be a little nuts. Uh, nobody's going to commit suicide on these bridges because they're all just barely above the water, you know. Ooh. But this airport's only got two luggage carousels and Uh, you land on the tarmac and then you walk in right yeah and for whatever reason it still takes them 45 minutes to an hour up to an hour and a half just to get your bags off the plane which to be clear is 50 yards away (laughs) that's dude that's been uh, all right so like with what's been going on recently since covid and the lack of employees and all that stuff like even just flying i've flown probably four times since covid began maybe six I know you fly oh, a ton. That sounds um, amazing. I know, right? I think it's oh, all right. Maybe six to eight. Okay. But anyway, like every single time that I've gone to fly, like the wait for the bags has been like an hour, an hour, an hour 15. It's been miserable. Whether I was in Miami, Denver, um, I flew to California, I flew to Seattle. Uh, and it's just been bad. It, even in small places, like I flew to a small area report in Palm Springs and I thought it'd be fine, you know, like I'm sure you've flown to Palm Springs, right? I actually haven't flown into Palm Springs yet. Okay. So it's a nice place. It's all like like outdoors. It's like an outdoors airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's small, like, and it's like the perfect place to fly in because it's quick. Well, I'm fucking I'm I'm waiting at baggage claim for an hour for my shit to come out. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like the plane I can see the plane. Right. right. Like I can, I can throw a baseball at the plane. Like these guys aren't even going over. I don't know. It sucks. It's terrible. It's almost like a better idea to just like ship your bag. <laughs> yeah. Unless that gets, doesn't get there. Um, it, so some of that's like labor shortage with the uh, airlines. Cause you gotta think how many people they laid off during COVID. And so a lot of those people just didn't come back. <laughs> Yo, they're starting to invite them back. Like, like the people who, uh, didn't get the vaccine that they fi- that they fired. They're hiring them back now. Right, right. But even even before you know vaccine requirements by right, corporation, right. they laid off just an absolute ton. So they had an issue, and this isn't just. I guess this is across all, most of the airlines. They had an aging pilot population, so some of those guys are just like when they said, "Hey, we're going to lay you off, but we're going to give you this package." They just took the package and said, "Okay, I'll retire early." I've got friends that are pilots, and that's what they did. They're not coming back. And so they're they're kind of struggling on all fronts. That's why you see less and less people at the baggage claim or the baggage counter and more and more self-check-ins every year. You know, it's like going to Walmart or to Kroger or whatever, and all of a sudden it's you're self-checking yourself out. And they've got like two lanes, mm-hmm. you know. So, but they're, everybody, I think. Well, I'm, I saw, I had a robot bring me food at a restaurant. That's and, interesting. Um, Tell me more about, about that. Wasn't Key West. It was a little north. I was looking at another hotel. Completely sucked. Like every hotel I've seen in the Keys, to be clear. Um, but they had wait staff issues. So they had a, a robot. And so like the chef or whatever in the kitchen would just, they 
I guess they had the room mapped out. And so they had each table numbered and they would put everything on the robot in the kitchen. And then he would just, or she, or I guess it, that would be non-binary, correct? It's a robot. I don't, uh, yeah, <laughs> I would, would be careful. Would I'd be careful. <laughs> it would drive itself to the uh, table and be like, hello, your food is available. And, you know, and <laughs> it's just sitting on its head and like, you just, you take the food off and he's like, thank you. And just drives away. Dude, that's mad smart. Like I used to work as a food runner. And when I did that, like it was, it was bullshit. I was getting paid like seven or eight bucks an hour. Right. And I had to carry the, like the entire plate of like hot dishes on one hand, like by, like, like by my head. And if I were to drop it, like the plate's worth maybe like, let's just say what I was carrying was probably worth like 80 bucks. And if I were to drop that, um, I, I, I would have to pay for it all. I was making no seven way. bucks an they hour. They would make you pay. Yeah, no, dude. That's stupid. That's I didn't drop a single one, abuse. but I mean, like how fucked up is that? You know what I mean? No, like bad. that's an entire well, day, entire shift. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Here's the question I have, though. If I'm going to have a robot bring me my stuff, do I need to live a tip? No. Right? You yeah, wouldn't? No. I mean, it, right. if, the, if the server still comes and asks for your stuff, comes and asks if you need drinks, I guess, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I think we're going to see more and more of this, but I'm not tipping a robot. <laughs> not gonna happen, you know? <laughs> give, it, give it a batter, a battery for a tip. Here's a double A, buddy. Right. But you know, and then why, why do I feel the need to tell this robot thanks and then goodbye? Because he's very friendly and he's got my food and I'm like, thanks. See ya. And he's like, thanks. (laughs) Yes. So some hotels are using them now. Uh, Like if you, if you would need towels or something, uh, room service for your room, you know, it's kind of smart. They don't need extra people to run it up to the room. They just, Get the robot. Robot goes and gets on the elevator, goes to the right floor. And then I don't know how it knocks on the door unless it just makes a sound, but it pulls up right outside of the room and you can just get your stuff from the robot and then they leave. Well, that's kind of cool. When I was in my, in Miami, I, uh, I woke up incredibly hungover like night one <laughs> or day or day, day one, night one. I got inc- incredibly drunk. I went to one of the bars that stayed open until 5 a.m. Oh, that's uh, a bad idea. Yeah, that was that was the time. Uh, but uh, I woke up the next day, sometime around noon, and uh, I called the room service because they only had one of like the Aquafina bottles in, in there. <laughs> I was like, right. I need more than this. So I so I called them up, but I was only wearing underwear, and I was like dying. And this this big dude just storms up to the door. He's like, "Here's your waters." He's got like five of them inside of his hand, and he like goes inside of the uh, room to hand him off to me and I'm like this is a little awkward because i'm like i'm going almost chest to chest to grab the waters you know it's like five of them <laughs> right but he like, wants you like, to sign the ticket so he can get paid and hopefully tipped and i'm, and I'm sitting there just like uh this is strange so I, I i guess a robot wouldn't be bad for that yeah well i, I think it makes sense obviously that guy was probably at the front desk and there was nobody else there. And he's like, son of a bitch. I got to go take this drunk asshole waters at 5 a.m. I just started my shift. Dude, yeah. was that, it was at like noon. I don't remember coming back, back to the hotel. To the hotel. <laughs> this, again, we go to the, we go back to the, the different times you've been blacked out. And it's just Well, that's amazing. one of the, the few times this, this year, you know? 
Yeah. I feel like you have a bunch more of these stories, so it's not just a few. A lot in Miami, just because the bars are open until five and gotcha. I have no self control after that. So it was like <laughs> Maybe you should get an IV from a nurse in the morning and you'd be like good to go. That'd be great. I feel like I'm just killing myself though. Uh right. Well, I did I, fa- I did find it funny that they were advertising it at the airport. Like there's not a part of the airport that you would go in when you were taking off. So it wasn't about you leaving. It was just letting you know as you're waiting <laughs> on your suitcase, you're probably going to need this and it's available for you. Right. So the, the the only interesting thing about that airport other than it's just got it is it is tiny. Uh, it's got the two luggage carousels. Well, in between them is a giant bar. And I know why they need it is because they can't get your luggage out forever. So they're like <laughs> double dipping and charging you whatever. And everybody's getting a drink because what yeah. else are you going to do? Once you exactly. walk out the door, you're screwed. So one of the fun things about Key West that I forgot, it's covered in like roosters and chickens. They're running around freely everywhere. What? They're at the airport. They're at the hotels, they're at all the restaurants because everything's mostly like patio themed, you know, a lot big, big outdoor areas on all the bars and restaurants and there are chickens and roosters everywhere. I don't know. I didn't see a dead one anywhere, so I don't know what's happening if like, but I also didn't see any cats running around. So I don't know if they like come out and clean up the dead roosters and chickens every day or what, but I bet I saw five or 600 chickens just running around the street. Even saw like moms with babies that I think lived by the CVS that was close. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> well, it's nice to have the chickens and shit there, so that you don't have to go all the way to Miami for your chick chicken deliveries. Well, yeah, it made me. It definitely made me not want to order any chicken wings while I was there. Because how could you ever trust it? <sighs> you know, you get yeah. markup on chicken. I don't know what it is, but if you get free chicken, who cares? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I mean, you know what happens in China and shit. I don't know. I mean, like, like, like you have a chicken, you chop its head off, like you go to town. Like as long as like the feathers are picked off and it's cooked, there's no pink in it. That's, that's yeah. Cool but I mean, what if you just found a dead chicken on the side of the road and you didn't know how it died? You wouldn't eat that. No, no. But why? But why would they cook that one? I don't know. Well. I I assume they've got some kind of rule that you can't screw with the chickens. And I'm assuming it was like the Spaniards that brought them over and whatever. Racist. Um, but I ended up early. <laughs> woke up early. <laughs> I woke up early all week and um, I ended up having to go find a bakery to get some stuff at like oh. seven. So I'm walking around because you can't get an Uber there, you know, before 7 a.m. And it's no, there's nobody out. Uh, uh, but that, that what I realized... Sense. When on an island full of roosters, it is so loud because there's so many roosters crowing. <laughs> so I walk a mile to the bakery, yes, and I hear this guy can do you know everywhere I go. It was it was insane, but a fun place. Um, you haven't been there, but picture it as a a redneck Bourbon Street is kind of kind of the way the downtown like Duval Street portion of Key West is the whole thing. That's bar to bar to bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. See, I would and, uh, never have guessed like it was redneck there. Like not even in the slightest. Well, you didn't pick up on that when you were in Key Largo at all? Uh, there was a lot of islanders where I was at. I mean, we were at like a boat dock. Like we traveled down. Uh, I was playing uh, for a collegiate summer league team. 
up mm-hmm. in uh, up in West Palm, and they drove us down, and they had a boat for us to go on for July Fourth, and we all got fucked up. Um, but what do you mean when you say Islander? Like Caribbean, Dominican, Cuban. Um, were they working or were they living? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that, um, and I don't. I didn't remember seeing that when I was in Key Largo. Obviously, um, most well, of the people who work there are Islanders. Like that happens right. even even here in Michigan during the summertime. Like there's yes. there's yeah, a yeah. lot of people that travel from the Dominican and they come up here to come and surf. Like that's like I don't know. Q.S. was the same, except um, it was like a lot of Eastern European, which was different. I was surprised, but probably because so there's they'll, a war going on in Eastern Europe. Well, uh, these, yes, these <laughs> had to go somewhere and work, right? Uh, <laughs> a lot of these people had been, you know, they do this. Well, they've got good weather, so they can kind of do it all year round. Um, but I was, I was a little surprised at that. The the worst place that I was ever, and I'll come back to Key West in a second. The worst place I've ever seen uh, <laughs> bringing people in for like the summer was up by you at wherever we're at Mackinac Island. Right. So yeah. you, you go to that place and they they're up in Lake Michigan. Right. And but up close to the border. So they obviously get weather. So they're only open from like only open like I, two or I three months a year. April to August is their last month. So they've got a very short window. Yeah. Well, that place has no no vehicles. It's all horse drawn buggies. And you uh-huh. have to take the ferry over or you can fly in. And so all of these kids uh, and young adults, too. I mean, there's people in their 30s that were still working the season. And they house them there. They have to have roommates. They don't even have like washer and dryer in their room. They have to go to a little mm-hmm. laundromat. And then if they want to go do something on their night off. They end up having to go to one of the bars still owned by the hotel that they work for, and they just take it out of their paycheck. That's <laughs> no, it's nuts, man. I mean, yeah, like that crazy. whole area is like all of northern Michigan is like that. And it's yeah. So the well, only place I've gone to in northern Michigan that I enjoy is uh, Traverse, which uh, Traverse you see all the. Yeah. So so if you see all the places where like Joe Biden's eating ice cream. Uh, that's where is that Traverse. Went. Yeah, that's Traverse. That's where you flew. Where you flew in, right? Yeah, yeah. I flew into Traverse City. Um, yeah, that place is gorgeous, man. Beautiful place. Well, Beautiful the, place. Yeah, that's, it, it was... sucks that you had to go to Mackinac. <laughs> well, I was glad I did it, but I think it used to be a much bigger deal than it is, and they just haven't changed with the times. I mean, I'm not gonna shit on Mackinac too much. But... I hear about it. It hasn't enticed me enough to go all the way up there. Traverse no, is like a two-hour drive from where I'm at. And it's yeah. like, like, have you ever been to Big to Big Bear in California? Nope, I haven't. I'd like to. That's a nice place. Uh, but, I mean, it's got, like, it's got these, like, two bays that are a ton of fun for the speedboats, like, for the, um, for the jet, the, the jet skis. They got bars that are on the beach. Nice hotels there. Beautiful golf courses. Uh, old style, like, downtown with some restaurants and bars. It's a cool-ass place. They have some some wineries there uh and i think a couple breweries but uh oh there's a bourbon place there too yeah that place is dope well whenever i when i went to mackinac i ended up hanging out with a bunch of the hotel staff you know because that's who i was meeting with and they're like well Mm -hmm. do you want to go out with us and i'm like yeah and then so we go to the same places where they still work and i'm like 
I'm just asking how this life is. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm on my sixth season. I don't know what they do <laughs> the rest of the year, uh, but they've got to, yeah. they can't, they, you know, they don't have a vehicle there. They have no, you know, mobility to do anything. And then they live in these crazy dorms and some of these people are in their thirties. And I'm like, what, what, went, what went wrong in your life? This is what you're doing. Michigan no does offense. this weird thing to bring in immigrants. I don't know what it is, but they like to do it a lot. Um, to give out jobs there yeah. uh, because a lot of people in Michigan won't take low wage jobs. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. So but most of these, been going of these on? folks were from Michigan. That's what I'm saying. It's like they grew up there and what? somehow they got a job there and in they're like, yeah, we live like three hours away or whatever. And they're up there for the season. It's crazy. That's I'm like, Hey, yeah. I'm like blink, blink twice. If you need help, I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do I need to get you guys out of here? I don't know what's going on. It's just so it's a weird concept to me to think about. Um, but I also know like Aspen, Colorado does the same thing. Yeah, it's like um, a it's like a weird like suburb touristy thing. I don't yeah, know if there's like curious. a certain hiring group that does it. But even I when no I was idea. down in so when I was down in my in a Miami, I had breakfast, most expensive breakfast I've ever had, by the way. And <laughs> the waitress was pretty cute. So I started to talk to her and we ended up going out that uh, night she was really cool but she was tell telling me she was coming up to michigan to come and work for the summer wow. and i was like oh that's interesting like why you, she and she was just like oh like i'm going to this mexican restaurant that's up there to just help out and i was like that's strange inside of my my head i'm like oh they want to step up the authenticity a little bit because right. <laughs> she wasn't because she wasn't from miami she was from columbia you know, I think so. I think what happens uh, because Alaska was the same way. Now that I'm thinking about it, I guess I've seen this more than I realized. Huh. Um, obviously, up, and I think most places I've seen it have been up north, so they have like a, a busier season, right? You don't go to Alaska in December or whatever, right? Um, and people, if you don't leave Alaska at a certain point, and you're in one of the like Ketchikan or one of these smaller towns, you're stuck there all winter. You cannot leave. And so everybody is, you know, they work a season and then uh, they either, but after they leave there, they'll go someplace else and work the next hot spot, right? So in the winter, they may go south and work at another place for four or five months. I think they're bouncing around like transients. Yeah, I don't know. So, it's something, it's something. It's viable, cool, I guess. I mean, if you got, if you, if you, uh, that's probably the best way to be a server if you don't have any commitment, right? So you could go where it's real high tourist volume all the time and you're constantly grinding, I guess. I mean, I guess that could work. It'd be like being on a cruise ship or something, you know? Yeah, I haven't been on a cruise yet. I've been terrified to go on a cruise. <laughs> oh, well, I've only been on one and it was it was a, a real small boat and it was awesome. Um, but I was talking to the crew there, which they have their own bar below deck because they can't hang out, you know, like where the clients can see them. But uh, a That's lot strange. of those folks were from the Philippines and, but they had to sign up for, I think it was six months straight on the boat before they could get off, Jeez, which is like a military contract. Insane. Yeah. It's, but you know, you got to think that boat, they get to wherever they're going, depending on what the cruise line is, they may just go from this location to that location a few times and then straight off to the other side of the world, you know? So I don't know. It's crazy. What I will say is the people that I've met on the boat that like, they've been really nice. And even 
most of the folks that I've met that are kind of doing this contract stuff for a season, um, they've all been really pleasant. So they've got something figured out in life where they're, they're real happy with what they're doing. And I think that's awesome. And yeah. that, that extends back to Key West. So even the Eastern European folks that I was talking to, like just great personalities and they remembered you and all of that. So that, that part was good. Um, Did they bring up the war at all there? I know you didn't. No, of course not. Uh, they asked me what kind of beer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> They're bartenders though. Like they, once, they definitely they only asked once because they knew. <laughs> uh, I will. So I stayed at a hotel. I'm not going to name it because I don't like to shame people, but I think it was, I think I paid somewhere around 800 bucks or 900 bucks a night. So you chose to and shame them was... with the, uh, with the dollar amount instead. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's, it's really tough to pay that much for, to take a group, which is what I did. Um, and then the rooms still be complete dog shit. Uh, and that's most of the hotels in Key West, which sucks. That's why I, I would say if you're going to go Airbnb, I think yeah. that's, I think that's the way to go. And then also a week is too long um, between the bikers and the chickens. Oh, here's the, the other chickens. thing. This is what, yeah. This is what's so fucked up. So when it's, you start to make friends with all the chickens. It's bad because you're probably going to eat them the next day. You know, Well, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm counting the number of baby chicks that I saw from this same uh, chicken the day before, and it went from five to four, I know somebody either stepped on one or it got in the street. <laughs> you're like, Oh man. Um, so it was a, a the diversity in the crowd. Um, well, from a skin color wasn't available because everybody was white people with no sleeves on, but they were old or they were young. So the day I got there was the first day of spring break and it was either older folks, which I, I think I've heard that before, like parrot heads, you know, like you heard a lot of, a lot of music. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it Island music. Who's that dude? That Island Jimmy Buffett. Boy. No, no. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. You hear a lot of it. nope. Stop. Uh, you hear a lot of Jimmy Buffett and stuff. And parrot heads are an older, older crew. So it was either old people, or it was really young, scantily clad chicks running around, and not a whole lot in between. So it was a really, <laughs> really weird dynamic. And at night, the streets are packed just like Bourbon Street. All the bars are rocking out and they're completely full. It's insane. Uh, but it has a definite redneck feel to the whole thing. It's definitely laid back. So that was cool. But there wasn't anything super nice about any of it, you know? That's incredibly strange, especially hearing that from someone who lives in the sticks in, te- in Texas. Oh, I, I told people all week, this may be the most redneck place I've ever been. And that's actually saying something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know what they call it, right? They, they call it the redneck Riviera. So I haven't heard that before. That's yes. Like, that's what they call it. Huh. And, that's, and it's accurate. It's like the poor people. Nope. I can't say that. Uh, it's like <laughs> the people that bought all the land in the keys were poor and they just never let it go. And so it, you will. Oh, I'm here. Let me tell you this. I'll send you pictures later. I didn't. I, we went on a kayak tour, right? So we okay. we booked one that was online that had really good ratings and whatever. So I took like 11 or 12 people on a kayak tour. We get on the bus. We go, 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 go. Finally make it. And we pull up into this like industrial area. And there's like a taxi body shop. And then picture a trailer park. You're familiar with the trailer park? Oh, they got quite a few of those here. 
<laughs> right. Okay. Picture that, but floating on the water. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pull up, and behind these big buildings, one of which is like paint booths and everything, and really trashy trailers, not good ones. Like there's a washer and dryer outside, you know, not even on the boat, just out on the dock. <laughs> and uh, like one of them said how much they want, they wanted $65,000 and here's my phone number. And they just spray painted it onto the side of their trailer boat. <laughs> good. I'm like, we're going to get murdered. What is, is going on here? Like, is that considered like international waters? No, 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 it's not. So, uh, I'm like, well, this is obviously not what we thought it was going to be. I mean, all you can do is laugh at that point. Well, this guy gets out and uh, he's like, okay, you got to come over here. And like, so we end up going behind this one building through their gate and on their dock. He's like, can't go anywhere else because this is all private. What happened was it was somebody who had a slip water access, but that's all they had. Mm -hmm. it's all they had in there was kayaks. And so I have no idea how this thing had so many good reviews, but that's what it was. So he's like going through the rules. Hey, don't touch anything. And, you know, some of these things can hurt you. And he's like, and if you want to be dumb like Steve Irwin and jump onto a manta ray or whatever, or a stingray, then you can probably die too. And I was like, holy shit. He just said that to everybody here. That's a little close. You know, Dude, like, it was crazy. Little, I could not believe it. Of Florida. Oh my word. It, it was, it was insane. So this guy's obviously a douche. We have to sign these waivers. And he's like, now that you sign the waivers, does anybody need to go to the bathroom? And so like six <laughs> people were like, yeah, well, this guy doesn't have a bathroom. He has access to a bathroom in like one of the auto shops buildings. And he's got oh. a key and he has like a basket and in the basket is toilet paper. He's like, All right, follow me this way. I'm completely mortified. I'm like, what in the actual fuck is going on right now? And uh, finally, I had to help him with some of the boats. Once we got on the water, the tour is actually cool. But why nobody in these hundreds of reviews would have mentioned, you know, that it's in a floating trailer park? <laughs> I have no idea. It was completely insane. But that kind of is what a lot of Key West is. They either have a really rich house or... You know, a bunch of redneck bullshit. There was an Instapot out in the water. I'm like, hey, if you will look to your right, you'll see an Instapot. And it's... Oh, my God. Habitat, you know? Oh, my insane. God. <laughs> oh, so bad. So, anyway, uh, blue kayaks, don't use them. They're total pieces of shit. I will leave a bad Yelp review. But I will say, <laughs> the I knew the town was cool when I got to my room. I went on my balcony and... The boats, you know, was right on the water. So the boats are going back and forth. And I see a tiki bar. Think round tiki bar, right? People mm -hmm. sitting all the way around it with a motor just going by. <laughs> so they're all sitting at a bar and like tooling across the ocean. No, they got a shitload of those in my in uh, Miami. On oh, the, do that? Yeah, it makes sense. On the it river. Yeah. So I knew I knew it would be kind of fun then. Um, but it is it's definitely laid back. So I think a weekend with some buddies or something would be a lot of fun, but don't stay at a hotel and don't expect it to be nice. I took sport coats and everything, not not a chance. Didn't wear it, sweated the whole time. You know. And they would look <laughs> weird. Like right on anybody. the equator and stuff. Like no, I think they're 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 quite a bit above still, but their their weather the whole time was like seventy eight to eighty four four or something it was it wasn't and they said that was a little warm for this time of year but that's that's march so anyway it's, that was it snowed that was here yesterday do what 
it snowed here yesterday. I was I was grilling uh, cheeseburgers for me and my son, and it was coming down with the snow. I was getting so pissed because the snowflakes were getting on my fucking patties. <laughs> snow patties. Uh, we so I actually my flight was delayed like two hours because we were also below freezing and getting some weather in Dallas. So I'm sitting there sweating all day long, waiting to leave. I didn't leave. End up leaving at like seven p.m. Uh, and then my wife and the girls are over here freezing. So, oh, what I was going to ask you, I'm glad um, I took a hoodie. Have you ever bought a boat? Like, like, do you own a boat? No, we've we've lived. We haven't lived like directly on the lake, but we've always been really close to a lake. We've talked about it, but work's been so busy for so long. It's I, I'm afraid we'd buy it and then we would never use it. So, so no, my big, I mean, I guess like planning like my personal goals for the next five to 10 years, I'm like, do I want to buy a boat or continue to rent one when I just want to use it? And How I'm, often I'm, do you rent one? I rent one probably like twice a year. I have a friend yeah, who has a boat, boat too. <laughs> Come on. That's not even hard Dude, math. Okay. Don't all right. That. All right. All right. I rent one twice a year because it costs me like six, seven, eight hundred bucks to rent one out for half, for half a day, you know? All right. Have you priced out what a new boat would cost you? 25, 30 grand? I mean, so I don't know what you're buying, but. You I mean, know. there's equity in there. And then you got to think like, I would definitely go out on the boat a lot more if I had one. We can't even afford the gas to put in it right now. I don't know why you're thinking about it. How much does it cost to fill up a boat full, full of gas? It doesn't fucking matter when it's like five to eight bucks a gallon anymore. Yeah, gas is <laughs> kind of wild. Uh, right. And if you have it at a slip and you got to fill it up on the water, go ahead and just double it. Uh, yeah. You know what boat stands for, though? Go for it. I have no idea. Bust out another thousand. You haven't heard that? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've just yeah, been thinking about this. Breaking, Dude, man. Nah, here's the deal. So, so in Michigan, there's more lakes within the state of Michigan than any other state, which is weird. That's true. That's true. Well, it's, is this the land of a thousand lakes or is that the other one that sounds like Michigan, Minnesota or something? That might be Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, so we have the land of at least one big have, lake. We have a million lakes. Like I, yeah. have, I live right next to a lake. I have another yeah. lake right in front of my house. And then I have like. Well, do you fish when you're on a boat or do you I like. I love to fish. Mm-hmm. I love to fish. But I bring my son on there and we like to just chill out and drink beer and, you know, just enjoy Wait. the views. Your son's like four. He's not drinking beer. Buddy. He's not, but I go with friends. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you said you'd like to take your son and drink beer. <laughs> well, because my friends have kids too. Oh, so the kids, all the kids get right, know, right. their own beers. All okay. the kids, Makes the sense. kids are drinking like, like Capri Suns and Nicolo shit. Ultra. Nicolo Ultra. They don't even do that up there. Y'all are like Bush people or something. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I think that's more of like a Southern thing. Bush? No, that's like a more northern thing. My buddy from, really? uh, yeah, my buddy from Minnesota, who I'm going to go ice fishing with, we confirmed this week. Ooh. He was like, but you have to drink this. And he showed me, it was like a Bush snow ice or something. I don't know. It was something weird. He's like, but this is the one you drink while you're ice fishing. <laughs> that, that, I guess that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Think about it this way. How long is your summer? Like what, what amount of time would you have to have a boat? How long could you have a boat on the water and be comfortable? Yeah. Given so the last time I went on a boat, I made an Instagram post. I think it was in uh, October. Yeah. So right, it so was you a could good at least year go to October. Year. Yeah. And we started in like, well, the thing is, you don't want to jump in the water here. I have my post here. It was October 10th. 
uh, it's a great day on the lake in October. So obviously it was a, it was a great opportunity to be able to be on the lake in October because sometimes sure. it snows then. Um, oh, okay. So maybe were, that was a little late. So like May to October is like the range. That's like the same time with like golf. Like I have a golf league that starts in May too. Yeah, that's probably be similar. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's a good amount of time, but there's more boats purchased in the state of Michigan than anywhere else in the United States. Well, it may, then you it just go buy a used one, right? Just go buy a little cheapy and see if you'd actually use it before you commit to that's something nice, you know? Yeah, yeah, Dude, that's what I would do. I mean, being on a boat's dope. I mean, I, I, I would say the most fun I or the most fun that I've had was uh, I took a uh, I took a bass fishing boat out on a lake in uh, Kissimmee, Orlando, like that area. That yeah, yep. So I think it was Just like Kissimmee proud. Lake. Dude, we okay. do we were catching bass like. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the fucking bass that we fucking got. Yeah, yeah. Florida's I mean, got a lot of hybrid. <laughs> Dude, these motherfuckers are huge. Like, I'm talking like maybe two feet, two and a half yep. feet. Like, it was fucking. I, I don't. I, I don't fish enough to know about pounds and shit. But these things were huge. Like, I would fish for bass here, and I get like maybe like a foot. But going there, it's just wow. Right. That's well, awesome. usually measurement of bass is by weight. So I know I, I'm just trying to put the put the picture into your head. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, so we have what they call a slot. I'm sure you do, too. Right. So if you catch a bass in between, I don't know, say like eight inches and 16 inches, you have to throw it back because it's not a mature bass. So right. That way it can keep reproducing. You'll have that, too, that rule. Well, in Michigan, bass are really small. So it's like. It's not. It's not like how it is down south. Um, What's your main remember, fish like? Pike or walleye or something up there? I forget what it's called. Well, it depends. If, if you go to like the like a nor like a normal lake, like if you go to like a golf course, it's bass. Yeah, sure. But if you go to like a large inland lake, it varies. And then Lake Michigan's like a fucking new animal. I haven't learned the species that are in that bitch. I haven't fished oh, yeah. that thing I'm, yet. I'm, yeah, there's probably shit in there. Nobody even knows what it is, right? That thing's fucking room. insane. Yeah. Yeah, fish with teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think my buddy catches a lot of walleye or something. Sockeye. I don't know. Like northern walleye, fish are crazy. To walleye me. sounds very familiar around here. Okay. They have like wall like walleye and like meals and stuff here. Yeah, we 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 pretty much have like bass, crappie, perch, sunfish, and like striper. It would be I mean, and obviously catfish. We got a ton of catfish too. Catfish That's is it. gross, but I will throw this out to you. Have you ever been to Grapevine Lake? That's around you, kind of. Lake Grapevine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I went there kind of around Fourth of July, and we went out there with friends, and I was swimming out there. I got a fucking turtle in my in my shorts. How are watching the fireworks. You shitting yourself? Holy shit, bro! <laughs> I was I was scared as fuck. I thought this guy was gonna bite my dick off. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I was like, why? Why am I getting bit by a turtle in Texas? Like, I was I was freaking the fuck out. I couldn't I have go back no to water. Idea how you ended up in a situation that allowed a turtle to get in your shorts, dude? That seemed very. No, that doesn't seem I like was it's just, very I was just floating there. Like, like I was floating. I was watching. Like, I was a little drunk. I was floating. I was watching the fireworks and shit. And I freaked the fuck out. 
scared the shit right out of me. Booty hole. Uh, no, that's that would be that'd be nuts because they do bite. They do bite. We yeah, have those alligator yeah. snapping turtles. Those things are crazy. I don't think it was a snapping turtle because it was smaller. I might mean, have a terrapin or something. Dude, but I mean, fuck. <laughs> no, forget that. Forget that. It doesn't sound great at all. I'm never going back there. Yeah. I love Great oh. Fine as like a, a city, but I can't swim in one of those yeah, lakes. Yeah, right. they got a nice little downtown. That's where the Gaylord is. They've got a, some hotels. It's close to the airport. It's not bad. What's um, the Gaylord's name? The, it's called the Gaylord Texan. <laughs> I'm kidding. The Gaylord Texan Fokker. Kamala <laughs> uh, Harris. Do I? <laughs> that, that's what the Gaylord's name is. It's Kamala Harris. Oh, ooh, okay. Hey, oh, since you brought it up. Dude. Since you brought it yeah, up. Have, did it. you see that one question that she was asked, like, this i don't know if this was today or like yesterday can i just play it for you it's like a minute long yeah i, I want to play it i'm gonna have to kick my dog hey dog hey Quit dog moving. Quit shut moving. the fuck no, up dog shut Thank the fuck you. up I, dog what the fuck yeah, i know She's in 1942 my dog was always a fucking chew Okay. I have no idea what you said, but I'm gonna ignore it. Hey, quit scratching yourself. It's I'm gonna part, play this. All right, I'm gonna play. Listen. All right, all right. Everybody, shut up. That's just us. Can ask you, Madam Vice President. President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for? Um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and mm -hmm. some unprecedented gas prices. That's fair. It is fair. In terms of uh, the discussions that the president, Johannes, and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, but we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here about the concerns that they have about the entire region and frankly, the vulnerability. Of have to do what? <laughs> oh, yeah. like... I, don't... <laughs> I, I hope that came through. We'll have to, I'll have to listen to it and see if it did, but it came through, but what the hell, man? I, I, uh, I can't. I can't, man. This is the vice president, and she has no fucking clue what is going on. She, she takes just every question about inflation and gas prices, and I don't even know what the fuck she said, but it was nothing about anything related to the question. We've been in discussions about, and we understand, and and we're in contact <laughs> with the White House, and then the president here about the region. How Dude. long is inflation going to be at 10%? How long are we going to lose power to our dollar? Like, are we all going to get raises? Anything, like, what's going on? Like, we're all getting fucked here. remotely close to the question. <laughs> would it work? <laughs> thing is, is she's like, like, Camilla's known for all that. Like, she'll get asked a question. What, what and, being an idiot? Well, they'll basically ask her, like, like, so this person had some issue in Michigan, and she's like, well, Michigan is a state. Michigan is a, <laughs> is a place in the Midwest, and it has lakes that surround it, 
and well uh it had while it has many universities um you know what i mean like like like, like i guess that's how she answers the question okay so is it is it she uh she picked up on the keyword of michigan and then just started listing facts <laughs> i think so i think i i i really i really think like she doesn't have a clue what's going on and when it comes to like she has to public pu- publicly speak and give an opinion there's there's like two options here right there's the fact of they don't want her to give out anything like they don't want her to say shit and yeah, she's just I out there that. and she's out there just like uh well uh i was talking to the president over here and hey buddy you want to hop in here really quick <laughs> you know what i mean like like there's that possibility it just happens too often and it's very obvious i doubt that's the case but it could it could be the other option is that she's just an idiot and it really yeah, is. I think like, that's she's probably just... more likely. Uh, she had zero. We're not going to make this political. I just I saw that video and I I was flabbergasted and wanted your opinion. But she had basically zero support when she had was running for president. So how she ended up where she's at now, and it just it makes us look bad. I don't I mean, care who it is, but the fact that we're hugely in, in like Ukraine or like we're in Poland, I think where she is. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, she's giving out these talks on the brink of World War Three. Like, that's the best that we got. We're sending yeah, her. Well, we know it's not, but my, I don't, I don't know. I know, but like, our, our government is sending her over. And it's just I like, know. come on, well, man. Like, like know, none of us want to fight a war. No one wants to fight a war. I think traditionally, that's who, you know, that would be the vice president. There we go. Um, but, man. Our don't secretary they have of state people? sucks too. He's he's so soft. Yeah. Well, you know, but they they have millions of dollars that they spend on staff that are supposed to keep people abreast of. Hey, here's the questions you may get, and if we're paying five to eight bucks a dollar, uh, five to eight bucks a gallon gas, you might get asked that. Now, it feels like that'd be a weird question to get while you're in Poland on the brink of World War Three about what the American people think, but you know about paying for gas, but still. That should be a canned answer at this point, right? You, know, <laughs> you would think, like, get that I every mean, time you got in front of a microphone. The Ukraine situation sucks. It sucks for the people of Ukraine. It sucks for the Russian people too. Like, it is a big power power move. We both don't know necessarily what's going on there. We just hear what we hear. Um, but I mean, as Americans, like, we are in no way involved in this, and they've tried to pull us into it. And now they're blaming high inflation and gas prices. On what's going on over there and it's like that does affect our daily lives like that does suck like i had to pay 80 bucks to fill up a tank and that never happens for what i have to do yeah well i think i think more telling is gas prices started going up before the russia thing happened so right yes right. i That's understand that embargo on russian oil is adding to it but this was already happening before but they're like see this is putin's fault and yep, like yep, yep. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Uh, American people are somewhat dumb, but nobody's fallen for that line of bullshit, you know? <laughs> That's such <laughs> bullshit. So bad. That, and then, like, we printed 28% of the monetary s- supply last yeah, year. Yeah, I think it was close. Yeah, and I think 20 in the last two or something. So Maybe, and yeah. That, hey, I mean, the printing, that happened over both sides. So it's just, it's government. Well, that's not a political thing it's just yeah, the fact that it's like what it is so it, it was the fed's fault and don't get me wrong being in my career path like i understand what powell does and i respect him a ton i think powell's great with 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 what he does as chairman but 
when it comes down to like the policies that he made, it was questionable because when uh, Biden was in the administration, he made a lot of comments about the fact of he doesn't know if Biden's going to lock us down again because of his stance on COVID. So because of that, they kept buying bonds in the open market. And so they kept flooding the market with open cash. Stimulus kept going out. But it seemed like Trump wanted that, though, too, because before he I was think elected, so. That's he, why I don't he was think... trying to do that, too, you know? So Yeah, I, I don't, don't think there was a, a huge difference between the two, which I don't agree with either one of them doing it. But they both, they, did, though. they both did it. Yes, <laughs> like it was absolutely. Yeah. Like they no, both no, no. Did it. yeah, we we created a shitload of liquidity. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of that now, uh, mostly with inflation but i still think we have like this giant market correction coming at some point but it was uh, but it was putin though you know yeah yeah that's definitely not no we kind of blame the russians it. blame the russians yeah, we can't we can blame them for a lot of things we can't probably blame them 100 percent on just this um what we can blame is i saw that um major league baseball is coming back oh which sports I, sports yeah, my favorite segment yeah, I don't care. I don't care about baseball anymore. I liked it when I was a kid. Um, I like playing it. My daughter's playing softball. I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. But 182 games. Can we discuss why? I think it's 162 games, necessary? by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, it could be 3,000 games. I'm not going to see <laughs> the same amount. But, like, why Why so many games? Do you any idea? It's 162 because there's 81 at home and 81 away, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, it's just because baseball players can play every single day. And if they're not playing every day, then they're going to practice. So for the, the monetary why, aspect Why not have it, a shorter season? They wouldn't do it just because baseball players can handle 100. I mean, growing up in California and playing ball there, I would practice three, four days a week. I would play catch every single week. So I would be throwing it every day a week. And then we'd play a few games on the weekends. And then when college came around, like it was, you know, three, four games a week and then practice on the days we didn't have games. And that would, that, that would last almost the entire year. Uh, what sucks is the arms of the, of the play of the players. You get a lot of torn U's, U, UCLs. I actually have a torn UCL in both of my arms it's a unique situation. <laughs> um, well, one of those was, was from pitching and the other one's for masturbation, right? No, no. I used the same arm for all that. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, Did it uh, increase your velocity when you're, you know, a teenager. <laughs> no, who was that? Was it, was like that, like bad news bears or they're, they're like, it works or it makes your curveball good to masturbate. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't remember that. That sounds horrible. <laughs> there, a kid show. That's not good. I swear to God, there was like some movie or something that like told kids that their that, that their curveball would improve if they started masturbating. And that was like a thing. People would go would go to town and be like, I got a mean curveball now. <laughs> oh, my word. That's crazy. Well, I, you know, my company, I'm not going to name it, but we've got naming rights to one of the stadiums, so we do a lot. Yeah. And uh, there's a tournament that's going on there now. I'm surprised you haven't uh, been involved in that. I have no idea what's going on there now. Um, there's a big baseball tournament that's going on there for uh, yeah, we Division hit, One college baseball. We hit some of the big games and then, like, some concerts and stuff that come in, and then we've got a – a partnership at the little, little, we call it the death star, little football street, uh, football place across the street. We do some stuff with, with that team too, but, um, hundred, 
in 62 games is it's just it's a lot it's like it half is a the lot. year right it is a lot yeah. in high school i think you play like 28 games um yeah. that are in season you play like 14 non-season and then college right. you play like 45 to 48 and then you play an additional like 50 to 60 during summer it's so like 100 yeah, but they going up to like 162, like that gets like the professionals, like they go through a lot, like just the the maintenance of what we have to do. Um, people don't know this, but like they have like a massage guy, even in college, where they'll like massage you out. They use like blades, so they use like these like knife like blades, and they go to your tendons and they scrape against your tendon and they create like a red line against your skin. But they literally scrape your tendon to like spread it out and to like make it like relaxed. I so had, you don't get inflammation in one area or something. Basically, yeah. And 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 one of the uh, the other things, well, it kind of breaks up the inflammation, I believe. One of the other okay. really weird things is they would have this massage guy that would come in, and this massage guy would would like grab our scalps, which are like your shoulder blades in the back of mm -hmm. your back. And he would pull them out and put his fingers underneath them and try to like, 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 like your scalpula. Yeah. And like almost scratch them, but with his like fingers, not his fingertips and like pull them across to like stretch them out. Dude, it was like, and then like half of it was yoga to try to make sure we had longevity to make it through it. It does seem fucked up, but it's just because there's such a big span until football starts. And I think that's part of the reason why baseball is spread out throughout that time. Well, part of it too is like it's America's pastime, right? Well, Although it, I think used to football be. is way more popular. Definitely is but now. I think one of the reasons that it is is because it's a shortened season. There's only like, I guess, well, it was 16 games. Is it? They, it's they, they 17 games now. now. Yeah. Now it's 17, it's right? Eight, 18 weeks. They get one by week, 17 games. Yeah. So, but wouldn't it be better if you split the baseball season up into two shorter seasons? No. You get behind it a little bit more because nobody, I think one of the knocks on baseball is, that's why they call them bandwagon fans. You know, the season is so long, you may not jump in until the end if it looks like you're going to go under the playoffs. I feel like basketball is the same exact way. I think that's yeah, just uh -oh. what happens with sports where you play games five days a week, six days a week, because, I mean, right. the American people work, man. Like, we got jobs. Right. Like, Nobody we're not going to watch time. every game. Yeah. But if you tell me my team has one game a week, I'll make time for that one game. Exactly. How many is in basketball? Is it like 62-game season or something? Uh, yeah, it's something around that. Something like that, right? Uh, but I actually thought during COVID when they had the shortened season, that was more exciting. And then they did the playoff to see who was going to be in the playoffs. That was awesome. Like a tournament style bracket. Yeah. That created some buzz. It gave everybody a chance. I love that. That's the one thing that I like about college basketball is like March madness. Cause anybody can like, technically anybody has a chance to go well, do they it. Did that awesome. with, with uh, MLB baseball too, but it's so dumb. Why have them play 162 games? For an expanded playoff, right? Yeah, that part it's just, doesn't make it's so hard in baseball to keep piecing it together. You have to have so many people. Well, basically, you got to have your pitchers on point, but then everybody has to bat, right? Like nobody, no one person, unless it's the pitcher, can really take over a whole game. Yeah, and then when you play every day, so here's the deal: is with baseball, if you played once a week, kind of like football, 
is you have an ace, right? And you have that right? ace throw yep. almost every yep. time because exactly. they can recover you by can't that do time. It when you're playing every day. You got to have like a rotating. You five have a or rotating six. five or six, yeah, and that's yep. that's where you find the better team because when it comes down to like the World Series and stuff, they 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 basically play almost every day if they're not traveling. And right, that, and they'll throw their ace in as relief, you know, in one of the games. If, yeah, you know, they get towards the end. I, I, that that's what makes it exciting though <laughs> you mm-hmm. know it's short baseball time playoffs frame. are amazing everybody loves the baseball playoffs it's, yeah. so it's I, their regular I got season to go, i watched my team beat the yankees in the playoffs uh to go to the world series and i have never experienced my hometown baseball team uh like that at all and everybody was just as we were leaving the stadium everybody was saying in unison, we were screaming something about "Let's go Rangers" and "Screw the Yankees" or whatever. But <laughs> as we're walking out from the top floor where I was, all the way out, it was awesome. And then I got to go watch the team, uh, you know, in the World Series. I got to watch Game Six of, and it was heartbreaking because we drove all the way to St. Louis, and oh, the man. back and forth in that game was insane. Uh, so we never won one, but I got to watch it. Baseball it playoffs are so much fun to watch. Amazing, so much well, fun. And then the the atmosphere in the crowd during the playoff is a hundred percent different oh, than any other time of the yes. year. Yes, you know? but that's the reason why the MLB season is so is so long, though, is because they pull in their stadiums hold like sixty four thousand people. Yeah, well, I think most of them are like trending down to have less because I've gone to a bunch of games and I'm. During the I'll week. take a I'll take somebody like a group somewhere. We'll go to Seattle or St. Louis or mm-hmm. Washington, and we'll go to a game one night. And it's always half empty unless it's close to the end of the. Dude, I know, went to three Seattle games like in the middle yeah. of the week last year. And Seattle stadium, sucks. By the way. Beautiful stadium, yeah. but it was packed. Was it towards the end of the year though? It just or early. I went in July, so it was like oh, so baseball right prime time. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, well, is that they make they, so much on baseball tickets, and people love going to going to a baseball game. It's a different thing baseball to watch tickets on TV. Are cheap. They you are. Know, you can get like a super cheap baseball ticket, and the if you're in the summer in a in a city with like good weather, nobody wants to go to our stadium in the summer. That's why we just built a new stadium with a lid on it. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like indoor now, right? Yes, it's horrible. Yeah, now it's all air conditioned. It's nice, but it kind of looks like. The inside of a Costco. So I'm not a huge fan. I like the old ballpark, but also wouldn't have gone there in July and August, right? I watched, September ball. That's always what we talk about. I watched Ian Kinsler hit a hit a home run at uh that one place or the te- Yeah. Yeah. Where the Rangers ballpark play in Arlington. <laughs> it was the indoor one. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Global Life Field. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to say it. You... <laughs> well, I think at this point we're only talking about the one baseball team in Dallas. <laughs> but they were, but they were going. Nuts. I mean, like the ball carried there so well, it was insane. Yeah, I never played problem... there. Yeah, I played at oh, a I few. I played at a few I major league there. stadiums. Oh, you've played there? I have. What was that like? Uh, well, it was a company softball game so it was awesome because i was cranking it, you know, it wasn't like <laughs> they told me to quit pitching the dirty stuff they're giving people four strikes and everything it was more fun for fun than anything i don't play that way but uh so it's cool to be on a field right and then kind of do some of that stuff but no the field's um, great man i used yeah, to go to our, a uh they had this christian uh it was like a church event i forget what they called it 
at Angel Stadium. And I was a big Angels fan when I grew up. And right. I used to go there just uh, because at the end of the service, you would you would go on the, the field and hold like a candle up or whatever it was. But you could like you're on the field. You know what I mean? Like you're on the baseball field. I, I, I yeah. would grab grass and dirt and all that stuff. Like I, I get so pumped up. I ended up playing at Angel Stadium against the Angel Scout team a, a few different times. I actually I hit a few balls out in batting practice and I hit one off the wall during 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 a game. Who's uh, he plays for the Cincinnati Reds now? He's a good. He's a good dude. But baseball, man, baseball is a fun sport. They just elongate it, and there's a lot of things that they have to do to fix that, you know? Yeah, I don't like it. I I think we should have it less. I I have enjoyed going to other stadiums. So, like, the home stadium's fine, you know? Yeah. Uh, Like it for what it is. I've done it a lot. But, uh, you know, like Oakland, complete piece of shit stadium. But the fans are packing that place, and it's like their team always sucks. Uh, but it was so much fun to see, you know, to go to one of those games, you know, or something iconic, like going to Wrigley or going to Fenway or whatever, Wrig- you know, Wrigley was so much fun, dude. I love that. Yeah, place. It's, that's fun. Love uh, that call, place. Uh, Denver had a great stadium. Really enjoyed theirs too. And Seattle's. So, mm-hmm. uh, and St. Louis, St. Louis was cool too. But, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We can do baseball talk next time. I think we've made it about an hour. Um, let's let's kill this horse. Damn, it's and, been an uh, hour. We can try yeah. it again next week. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, two dudes. Out. Two dudes. One <laughs> podcast. Let's All go, right. baby. We're done. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.